0: So what are you fucks thinking? About what? Uh just about anything. Well, nothing really. Mm, yeah, that that sound that tracks. Yep. You know, <laughs> oh my god. You're a fuckhead.
1: Have I ever told you that? Me? Yeah, I yeah, think you, you told me that a few times. Okay. No, well
0: that's good. I'm glad that that you know.
1: I mean, it is what it is, you know. I'm not going to change now. Yeah, I mean, that is true. You know, no point. <laughs> Statistically, I'm a third of the way through my life. I'm not going to change now. Uh, is that true? Yeah, the average life expectancy for a male is what, like 70? Is it? Yeah, pretty sure it's like literally yeah. right at 70 because I think <laughs> women are like 75.
0: Hang on, <clears throat> I'm looking this up because we got to take into account that we're in the U.S. Yeah, seventy-three point five. Holy shit! I mean, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. And females are seventy-nine point three.
1: Oh, okay. So but, but, hard, but that
0: is that is averaging. So we should probably take a look at the median because the median is much
1: more, mm-hmm. much more accurate. Yeah. yeah. Median. Median, probably like what? I don't know. I can't do math. I don't even know why pretended like i could have
0: oh shit this is uh yeah 76.1 according to this from august 31st of 2022
1: damn so yeah i mean statistically i'm more than a third of the way through my life how old are you again 26 i always forget this jesus 26
0: well, I think. Yeah. Oh, this is fun. Hawaii has the highest life expectancy. Uh, in oh, this is according to 2019, and West Virginia has the worst.
1: That tracks. I'm pretty sure all there is to do in West Virginia is meth, so that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just realized what you said holy shit (laughs) where is Georgia is at
1: 39
0: god damn wow that also tracks yeah
1: honestly instead of meth (laughs) it's just fentanyl
0: yep oh and just you know being from the south where we eat nothing but like
1: the worst fucking foods but like foods that have been deep fried seven times yeah it's true but you know what That's one of the things I like about it. I don't care if I'm slowly killing myself. It tastes good. It's fucking worth it, man. It is, man. It is.
0: I live once. I want to taste good shit in my mouth, alright? Exactly. (laughs)
1: Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) I mean, same.
0: I love that Dylan has absolutely nothing to contribute to this conversation.
2: Just waiting. (sighs) Waiting for what? For something to
1: contribute. For the... Oh, okay. Well, oh. here's something you can contribute. Um, do you I wanted to ask you guys this question. Uh, do you guys have like a song that like you really love it, but you probably wouldn't want other people to know that you really love it? Not even mm. remotely. Really? Hmm. I don't I don't feel shame
2: for the music I listen to. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think I'm I'm think I'm with Dylan there. Like I p- listen. I blare some of the fucking most wild shit from my car. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Like
1: I'll
0: I'll turn up fucking uh Kiss Me More from <laughs> fucking Doja Cat all the way up. Yeah. I'll fucking do it. It's a I don't care.
1: I don't I don't blame you.
0: I'll I'll put on some Share. Some fucking
1: Madonna. You guys have well, like a maybe bad Madonna. bitch song. Like uh, A song that just makes you feel like a bad bitch.
0: All all those songs I listen to make me feel like a bad bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yo, uh, talking about music, though, fucking, I, it was two weeks ago, I think? Maybe it was three weeks ago. Dylan came in here and was like, yeah, I was listening to this album today from this band called Sleep Token. You probably never heard of them. And uh, I was like, I was actually listening to that shit in my car today. And he was like, poser. Um... <laughs> but but I've had that uh that album on fairly regularly for like a good hot minute now. Like Oh shit. That's just good, man. Like that's just really
1: good. Hell yeah. I've been listening so, to Luke Combs all day, so I can't say I've been listening to good music.
0: Oh Austin Why why? Why? Because I Why? like
1: country music, man. I, I Why do you it.
0: like country music, though? It's the worst. It's in my blood.
1: It's in my blood. It's not. <laughs> it's, in my no, it's not. It's definitely not. But I do love some country music. Especially early 2000s country music. God. I can get drunk to that.
0: You're into that Kenny Chesney shit? <sighs> Kenny Chesney Tim not McGraw. So
1: much. No, I fucking hate Tim McGraw. I think Tim McGraw was the downfall of country music as a whole genre.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> Tim McGraw popularized the whole, like, overly patriotic genre of country music, that, or, like, form of country music that, in my opinion, really kills that fucking genre. Hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that kind of, fair like, post 9 11 nationalism where it's, like, borderline racism. Uh, borderline no it's full-blown there's no border yeah. to it. it's just racism or what is it pho- uh what's the fear of uh fear of immigrants what is that xenophobia uh, xenophobia yeah that's yeah that's that's all tim McGraw's music is oh shit but it's the american way so he says it is the american way. <laughs> he's not wrong it's not a good thing but he's not wrong Correct, exactly.
0: All right, Dylan. We'll 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 get to the actual
2: episode now. I'm ready.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll go in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to. Hunting Pixels, the one and only official video game podcast of culture. Bop. We have quite a show for you today. Uh, it's been a been a busy week with a whole bunch of video game stuff happening. Uh, so you, of course, know what that means. We're going to be going over uh, a lot of that stuff. Um, we've also got some, you know, media to discuss and some video games to discuss, and uh, you know, you just it's just good time, good time. So, uh, get your fucking ear holes ready, cause we're about to invade them. That sounds non-consensual. I don't like that. Um, to help me, to help me get out of here. No, nah, Hel- you got yourself here. Get yourself out. Hel- help me, God, Oprah, <laughs> Spider Man, <laughs> someone help me. <laughs> All right, I am of course your host, the one and only. Why, why do, you, why do you do this? What, what what is what is your what is your agenda against me, Dylan? Wait, what? You what why why do you why do you do this? Why why you gotta? What, I what have zero
2: this? clue what you were talking about. I am so sorry. <laughs> you're so, <laughs> you're so drunk. I don't know uh, what you're talking about. I d- am d- so lost. Man.
0: You don't know what this is right here. The thing I have highlighted in the doc.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh.
0: oh yeah, that thing that I that, that I, put I in write in there ago, every never week. Changed, yeah. Oh. That's oh.
2: okay. <laughs> Shut
0: the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I am the one and only Bebop man, Josh McMullen, and I am joined as almost always by my two co-hosts, Dylan, Mother of Sanctuary, and Austin Primeval Stevens. Oh wait, hang on. Did I say your last no, name? No, you because didn't you, you didn't write it. Name. That's weird. Yeah. But I didn't delete that. So it's probably Austin that did it. Honestly,
1: uh, I can't confirm nor deny. That means he did it. Maybe. What, what, is the, uh, what
0: is the What's the fifth? Plead the fifth. That's what Austin does every week with this. Pretty podcast. much.
1: Pretty fucking much. <laughs> if I just deny it long enough, it'll. People will eventually believe I didn't do it. I mean you I don't you're know if wrong. that's quite how that works, but our legal justice system has showed me that it does.
0: That's exactly how our legal justice system says things work. <laughs> oh boy. Well, how are you fellows doing? It's been it's been one hell of a week.
1: I'm great. I'm excited to talk about all these reveals. There are some real fucking treats here.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're uh I, I meant to write it down. Uh, in the doc so we could all be on the same page but
1: uh yeah that's okay we all know what happened Uh, do we I don't know Dylan did you watch any of that
2: uh I watched Starfield I had a bad weekend so (laughs) I watched nothing
1: I feel that I feel that
0: Mm, yeah that's that's how it tends to go when um working for uh corporations
2: no no, no. No, had nothing to do with work so
0: oh Oh, okay Well, even still, when you're working for horrible corporations, you know. <clears throat> That's true. You know, I read something, or actually, I didn't read something. It was part of the video that I was watching. I don't know why I said I read it. Anyway, uh, I was watching this video earlier, and um, they brought up a clip from the Jetsons. Did you know that George Jetson in the Jetsons works for an hour a day, two days a week?
1: wow must be fucking nice right what kind of future is that not this one not this and it it, the funny thing is it takes place
0: uh if i'm not mistaken it takes place like 30 or 40 years from from like now it's like 2050 2060 something like that
1: i think that's right yeah i think i remember that that's fucking nuts man that is crazy maybe we'll get there i doubt it maybe maybe I mean, not we this country, that, uh, no, but somewhere <laughs> in Europe, land. Yeah, maybe. Fucking maybe. Communists.
0: Yeah. Fucking communists! <laughs> How dare they? They care about their people and want them to, know, you know, live crazy. happy and productive
1: lives. God, they just can't see the joys that we're living in in capitalism. Right? God damn it! It's <laughs> fucking filthy commies.
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. I hate it. Here, come get me. <laughs> Come, Tony! Please save us with your I'll pack Europe my land bags right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, cool. Uh, well, yeah. Um, I watched Spider Man across the Spider Verse. How was that? I heard it was bad. Did you no. actually? Okay.
1: Okay. Not one single person has told me that. I was I was about to knock a motherfucker out, the- like. <laughs> I, I think the closest thing to a complaint I've heard about that movie is I, I, I have a few personal friends that have just said that in their opinion it is not as good as the first one. But it is still a fantastic movie.
0: Uh, okay. So here's what I would say to that. In almost every conceivable way it is better than Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Except it does not tell a complete story. Yeah, I know how much you hate that ship. And I and I, I really, really don't like that. Um, it's part of the reason that I didn't like Dune as much as everybody else did. Or mm-hmm. Dune Part 1, I should say. Um, from, what was it? Was it 2020 or was it 2021?
1: One of those two. I
0: yeah, I can't remember. Anyway. Um, yeah, do, okay, so Into the Spider-Verse is obviously the uh, sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. Or, wait, did I just say that twice? I don't know. I don't it doesn't matter.
1: Did. I don't think you did either.
0: <clears throat> okay. Um and it picks up uh a little while after the first movie. I think it's uh if I'm not mistaken, it's like a year or two later. Um and it pretty much tells another I, I don't want to say coming of age story, but like it kind of tells like another tale of like like, you know, responsibility and what that means when you are spider-man and how you kind of don't get the option to live like a normal life when you're a spider-man uh, because your responsibility is to become spider-man um, and it is one of the best representations of this you know traditional spider-man story that I think I have ever watched. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's due to a couple of different things. Uh, the first being that it has multiple protagonists going through roughly similar things, where they're kind of—I don't say like finding out who who they are, but finding out that like a what you go through kind of shapes who you are as a person, and also having to deal with the responsibility of what all that entails right um the two main leads are uh Gwen Stacy um Spider-Gwen from that first movie and Miles Morales again from that first movie and um and they go through a journey where I'm I'm trying to think of the best way to, to phrase this because I don't want to give too much away, but they kind of go through parallel journeys in a way. One of the, the big things like the big themes that this movie gets into, uh, especially is whether or not trauma has to be what shapes our heroes and their, their sort of destiny. um, and it gets really meta textual with that. And, like, th- that's one of the reasons that I was, like, all aboard on this movie. Like, I was just like, oh, hell yeah. Um, and it also, again, tells, like, a, a sort of, like, I don't want to say tale as old as time, but, like, it, it kind of goes through the whole process of, like, what, you know, Peter had to go through, what. Miles had to go through in the last movie and what Gwen is going through in this movie and it ends up being incredibly emotionally resonant in ways that I didn't expect and while I don't think that it is necessarily the best uh, like Spider-Man movie ever because uh, like I said I I don't like when stories don't have endings uh, not necessarily from a from a like I guess story perspective because technically this movie does have an like has a thematic narrative arc um, that like the characters go through and it ends relatively satisfyingly um but I don't like the the plot. Which is kind of where a lot of the thematic stuff comes from. Um, I don't like when it's when it's unfinished because you don't necessarily always get to see where those themes are are paying off, if that makes sense. Um, and unfortunately for this one, it it, it does end there. It, it ends with a cliffhanger that like just it it just doesn't go all the way with um like figuring out the story that is it's going to tell which is a little bit frustrating and um with all of that said I just fucking adored it it is seriously one of the most beautiful looking Movies I've ever seen, like, animation-wise. It is absolutely fucking stunning to look at. Like, it just is absolutely fucking gorgeous. And there are so many different layers of animation style and, uh, like, different types of animation going on all at the same time. And it's, like, just absurd that these people were able to make this fucking movie. Like I th- I think it looks better than the first one. And that first movie is just exceptional in my opinion. Um and somehow they managed to top that. Uh there's also and this is something that I've seen some people talk about that um like uh trying to think of the way to phrase this. I've seen some people talk about it in, in good and bad ways and um, it annoys me in some ways because people don't... I think there's a lot of people who are very bigoted and I think there are a lot of people who like say things that don't, they're not meant to be bigoted and they don't necessarily believe those things but they come across that way and there's been a whole like hoopla about the quote unquote transing of Gwen Stacy in this movie and it bothers me because I feel like when you look at everything that goes on with her in this story and you look at the Uh, not-so-subtle, and very much in-your-face clues. It's clear as day what the filmmakers were intending with Gwen and her journey and how it is 100% a parallel for transness and trans representation. And there are people out there who are not enjoying that about the movie and like there are a lot of people who are like, she's canonically... She's a straight, you know, cis woman or whatever. And I was like, bro. it Like, this is their interpretation of the character. If you don't fucking like that, I'm sorry. Like, sucks to suck. Like, this is the story that they're telling. And if you specifically don't like it because she's a trans woman, get the fuck out. Like, you're not welcome here. Because the whole point, like, the whole point of Spider-Man and the thing that made that last movie so very... Very good is that Spider Man can be fucking anyone. Doesn't matter their age. It doesn't matter their sex. It doesn't matter their gender. It doesn't matter the color of their fucking skin. It doesn't. None of that stuff matters at all. Spider Man could be anyone. It's the person who puts on the mask and what that person has to go through and what that person does with the responsibilities of, you know, Spider Man, um, and this whole thing is just like I, I, it has annoyed me to no end, and I wish that people would just kind of like shut the fuck up and just I don't know,
3: Mind leave fucking, fucking trans business. people
0: alone. I don't know, just annoying. But um, I don't know. Overall, the movie is fucking excellent. Like I am very, very on board. For the second movie, I cannot fucking wait for it, to be quite honest with you. And, um yeah, a fucking excellent movie. If you get a chance to watch it, please do, because it is exceptional.
1: Hell yeah, dude. I, I really want to go see it. Madison is just not a huge fan of theaters. I'm particularly not either. Um, I only really go for certain movies, and this is definitely one of them I really, really want to fucking get to. Um, yeah. how and it, it, if you touched on it already, I apologize. How how involved is Spider-Man 2099 in the movie? Uh very much so. Cuz that that's dope. It's all Spider-Man 2099 has always been one of my favorite iterations of Spider-Man. His suit is so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. his
0: suit is fucking and that rad.
1: fucking I keep seeing the same clip on TikTok of him kind of chasing Miles up up this like I, I, I don't know what it is. It looks like a fucking floating train.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a train.
1: And him like when he picks up Miles and like slams him in oh my god, that scene is so it, it looks so good. It's so well done. It looks yeah. fucking wonderful. It,
0: he's he's in the movie uh quite a bit and um he plays a very significant role. Um yeah, it's um
2: it's good shit, man. Hell yeah. It's really good shit. I'm I think I'll be able to up. see it sometime this week since we have off. That's what we were planning on. Tomorrow we got some shit to do um in Atlanta, but I'm hoping that maybe Friday we get to go see it finally. Hell yeah. Dude. I'm with you though, man. I fucking hate theaters at this point. I just don't like the <clears throat> I don't know. I don't feel safe in a theater anymore. I'll just be straight up with you. So I don't. Like no, any... I
1: don't either. Yeah.
2: Like from like a like a COVID thing or
1: um just kind of anything
2: at this point. Anything, like, dude, I don't know people's mental states. I don't need someone to flip their shit in a theater and I can't get out type of thing. Like,
1: yeah.
2: Mm. Um, it's not really an anxiety thing anymore, but now it's more of just like a <clears throat> comfort thing. I don't trust people. Mm, yeah. Um. Yeah, but I feel that. Luckily, I don't remember the last movie we saw, but I know we went on like a weekday, and it was just her and I and one other person in that theater, and that was fine. But the second I start seeing more and more people trickling, because I get there early, I like watching the you know previews and the trailers and everything. Trailers, um, so the second I start seeing more people trickling, I'm like, you're a threat, you're a threat, you're a threat. <laughs> I start ticking them off. Like even the old lady that walks in with her fucking granddaughter, like that's your threat. You That's
1: can't. You just. You can't trust anybody anymore, no, dude. I don't. She can don't have don't a gun and that
2: popcorn. I don't know.
1: Me, me and Madison had that conversation today. I was like, "Listen, if you're ever somewhere and a dude with a gun walks in and start pr- spraying off, don't be a hero. Run."
2: Thanks, America. Mm.
1: <laughs> don't, don't be a fucking. <sighs> it's not worth it.
2: Yeah. You think getting getting back to our communist fucking? Shit? I was gonna say Ireland. That's not a good example. I think fucking people in uh. Hmm, Australia. Yeah, that that's good. That's good. New Zealand even, probably the better case. I yeah. Think people in New Zealand have to worry about going to a theater and getting popped? No.
1: Well, people in Australia don't because they have to worry about everything else in their fucking backyard.
2: <laughs> yeah, see I feel like Australians are justified to have guns with all the twenty foot tall spiders and shit that they have over there. Like
1: you gotta be a different kind of breed to live through, yeah. I'm just saying. Because uh, it couldn't be me.
2: Yeah. We need to take half of our guns and send them over to them just for a defense against the animals and shit. Against nature.
1: Nah, bro. They do that shit with their teeth. Have you seen those motherfuckers? They, they have to
2: because they don't have guns. <laughs> they don't fucking need them. <laughs> <laughs> those motherfuckers uh, are, covered. are fucking wild. <laughs> they throw boomerangs at them and shit. <laughs> That's so archaic. Oh, my Nobody God. Use boomerangs anymore.
1: Can you imagine just, like, you wake up one morning, you're going to work, you got your coffee in your hand. You just see your neighbor chucking boomerangs at a fucking alligator. <laughs> <laughs> the daily life of an Australian. Y'all are <laughs> fucking nuts. Out there, Ted's out there boxing with his kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> the guy next door just wrestling alligators for fun. It's like this is my favorite pastime. Oh god! Someone's got funny. chlamydia from a koala. Isn't that how chlamydia started? <laughs> Is that a real fact? I've heard that so many times, but is that a Koalas real fact? Koalas do have chlamydia, but I don't know if that's how it
2: started. Oh my
0: god.
1: It had to start something.
2: <sighs> I mean, you're... Yes? <laughs> okay. Alright, well. We I'm, I'm done with yes. this
0: conversation. What did you just say, though, Austin?
1: Nothing. I didn't say anything. Um, mm. Who's next? Dylan, what'd you do this week?
2: Is that a tw- <laughs> Oh, what'd you do this week? I didn't do anything. Oh, true. You didn't do true.
1: anything. No,
2: that's not true. I finished Shameless. Oh, I just thought you didn't update it from last <laughs>
1: week. I mean I didn't, but I saw it was there and I was like, well, I mean I did finish that, so I might as well roll with it.
2: No, I this I've it's been a week, dude. I've not watched shit, so
1: Damn. Just yeah. playing eight hours straight yeah, of the He hour.
2: ain't done shit. No, yeah, I'll get to... That's in my last 24 (laughs) hours has my life taken an upwards turn.
1: Oh my god. Diablo caused her life to take an upwards turn.
2: Which, ironically, also sent it spiraling downwards at the same time, so...
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's an unhealthy... It's a love-hate relationship.
2: Yeah, it's not good, dude.
1: It's not good. Truly.
2: But, anyway, you you finished Shameless. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I I finished Shameless, and you know, it was crazy because I I got done with the last episode and I was like, dope. I don't ever have to watch this show again. Because while I love this show, this show makes my blood pressure go crazy. Some of the shit these motherfuckers do, I'm just like, why? Why was this your situation and that was the best possible outcome you could come up with? Um, but then, like, I was on my way home yesterday. I finished it while I was on my last break at work. Um, And while I was on my way home, I was like, hmm, what am I going to do tonight? And I was like, I could just restart Shameless. That sounds like
2: like my relationship with The Office. Like, you cringe (laughs) so much
1: through it, but you just restart it the next day. But I feel so attached to these characters. And, (laughs) dude, I... uh, Fuck. Like, the entire last season is basically... um, The older sister, Fiona, has already moved away, so the oldest brother, Lip, has kind of... Uh, taken, uh, kind of taken it up and been taking care of the family because their mom's dead and their dad is a uh, copious drug user and alcoholic that just kind of comes and goes whenever he wants and nobody really knows what the fuck he's doing. Um, it Like, it's so bad to the point where, like, they see him a- in the last episode, they find him on a couch after a heroin overdose, or in the middle of a heroin overdose, with with uh, needles sticking out of his arm, and they're like, "Oh, should we call the paramedics?" They're like, "No, this isn't the first time. Let's just ride it out. He's either going to wake up or he's not." And that
0: is certainly
1: a way to handle that. <laughs> they're like, "It's not the first time." And um, so the whole last season is them kind of trying to share this, ho- uh, sell this house, and kind of move on with their lives. And um, half of the family wants to sell it because they, they want to get out of the South Side because if you've ever been to South Side Chicago, you just shouldn't be there. It's not a good neighborhood. Um, They all, they want to kind of get out but then some of the family is like, well, like, like multiple generations of us have been raised in this house. Like, yeah, it's a shitty house in a shitty neighborhood, but like, this is like, this is our history. This is our family. Um, And It feels like the show it feels like they really rush to close this out because there's no real like nothing really happens at the end it's just it's like okay well show's over the most significant thing that happens is the dad Frank dying and he kind of gives this like like, it shows him kind of floating above the city, and he gives this kind of big speech about, like, all of his family, and he kind of starts it out with, he's like, yeah, I know you guys are my kids, but if I'm being honest, I didn't really fucking like any of you. You were all kind of the worst parts of me and your mother. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts talking about most of the kids, and he's like, oh, you know, you, you can go on to do good things, you're a smart kid, you're this, you're that. And then he gets to the youngest daughter, Debbie, who is just an absolute fucking nutcase. And I can never understand what's going through this bitch's brain. He's like, you, on the other hand, you remind me a lot of your mom. And that's not a good thing. Good luck, because you're going to fucking need it. <laughs> and the show just ends. It ends with the youngest daughter, Debbie, running away with a fucking convict. And you never learn if they sell the house or not. And it's just it's just over. It's just end credits, last episode, it's over. And it... it it sucks, dude, because I, I, I just watched 11 seasons of this shit. I got so fucking attached to these characters, n- mostly because I, I just found them fascinating, how they could be so fucking stupid at every given opportunity. But also, like, I I saw a lot of what my childhood was in this show, and, like, I I wanted to see these characters' conclusions, and it just kind of doesn't happen. Um, With that being said, the show's great. I understand why people hate it. This show is so problematic. It, especially the first handful of seasons, are just wildly fucking offensive on so many scales. Um, but if you can get through it, it's a good show.
0: Yeah, everything you said is one hundred percent right. It is. I I mean I had to stop watching it because I I, I started like legitimately getting pissed off.
3: Yeah, no, damn. That,
0: like these horrible people weren't, like, doing... Like, they all, like, were like, oh, we want to get out of this situation, we want to do this, we want to do that. And then they would never do anything that would actually, I don't know, help them. It was always the opposite. Uh, Yeah, yeah. They were always doing, like, the worst fucking shit. I don't know. Also, it really... So,
1: Frank dies of COVID. um, The last season takes place, like, right when the pandemic is, like, kind of starting to lift in Chicago. And he dies of COVID, and, like, that's fine. I understand they probably wanted to relate it to some things people were actually going through at the time. That's fine. The issue is, two seasons previous to this, this motherfucker smoked seven pounds of meth in, like, a week. And COVID (laughs) killed him? No. Bullshit. There's no fucking way. Nah. Nah, dog. There is no way that motherfucker tucks out seven pounds of meth and COVID kills him. Uh, maybe. I don't know
0: man. you this don't is. you don't know what his tolerance is.
1: I feel like it's gotta be pretty wild to handle seven pounds of meth. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, most people die before half. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's a wild ride, man. I totally understand though. that's why me and Madison stopped watching it the first time because I was like, and it was mostly Debbie. Debbie pissed me off so fucking bad. In almost every, honestly, almost every scene that she's in, anything that bitch mm. does, I'm like, you're an idiot. I hate you.
0: <laughs> cool. But that's yeah. It. Well, that's it. All right. Well, uh, you know, we all know why we're here, uh, we're here to talk about some of them, some of them their showcases and whatnot. Um. So the. Summers Games Fest. So wh- I, okay, uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to obviously talk about the Summers Game Games Fest uh, actual like keynote presentation um, as is, but we're also going to kind of rope in the um, PlayStation stuff that happened a couple weeks back, um, and, and and go from there also, um, but. I I wanted to start with the actual Summer Games Fest itself, um, like a, as a as a totality of like sort of like events and and whatnot. Um, how did you guys uh, feel about it?
1: I thought it was great. Uh, pretty much every showcase over the last few days was heavily filled with with some really incredible looking ships.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I feel like both of you could take something away from this. Like, as... Hmm, I don't know how to describe it, but both of you had something colossal come from this. Josh being uh, Final Fantasy and Austin being Persona. I had nothing. <laughs> mm. I, I had zero... Like, there is not a damn thing that came from this that I'm excited about. I can't even lie to you. Really? Damn. Like, uh, nothing. Like, not even a little bit. Uh, like, Spider-Man Immortals 2 cool. doesn't do it for you. I mean, Spider-Man, but that's been announced, dude. Like, I've been yeah, excited no, for spider Yeah, no, I get Spider-Man. it. That's
1: not something new. Yeah. It's not.
2: Like, I don't care. Like, I knew, I mean, yay, it's coming in October, but I, what? Mm-hmm. I already knew about that. Yeah. The only other, th- like, 33 Immortals looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I'm actually more like not looking forward to Starfield now than before everything that was just shown. What? I don't dude, it's fucking No Man's Sky. I I it, He's not, That's so wild,
0: dude. I thought like literally I'm not even trying to be like facetious. I saw that showcase and was immediately like, "Oh shit, I actually want to play Starfield now." No. Like
2: I, I didn't want to play it before, now I do no because i feel like i know what's coming from it and it's like i don't feel like the i mean you want to talk about starfield now or you want to talk about it later uh i fuck it yeah this this freeform awesome. let's do it i don't think it ha- it's going to have the feel that i want it to man like this is genuinely the more they started to show i'm like this is copy and pasted no man's sky and that's not necessarily a bad thing but i've played no man's sky i know how hard it is for them to make a thousand plus worlds feel special and that's mm-hmm. a part of the reason why i love bethesda games is because dude i don't like fallout games but i think the worlds of fallout are pretty cool um i love the story of uh, Oblivion and Skyrim, but the worlds that I get to explore in those games, that's what I'm truly there for. But with when I play No Man's Sky, I can find some really cool planets. I might take a trip and I can find them, you know, one planet to another, or sometimes I can visit 20 and I might not find something interesting. And it's like, mm. I know Bethesda didn't put their, like, craft into all of these worlds because I know that you can't meticulously craft it's just not something feasibly like going to happen it's not going to feasibly happen it's going to be procedurally generated and there's going to be certain quest elements that I guess will generate on these worlds but like I am not the least bit excited for this because I feel like I've already played it in No Man's Sky and I don't see how they can capitalize on like It being a Bethesda game, like, that means something to me. That means something Mm. to me because I know what comes from their worlds. I know what comes from their quests. This is a little bit too big in scale. Like, I really need to see this game roll out. It is not a day one purchase for me. I just... I'm trying not to set myself up to be disappointed because I've been semi-excited for this, but then the last bit of info we got on this, I was like, this kind of looks really similar to No Man's Sky. And then I saw this last bit, and I was like, no, this is a copy and paste of No Man's Sky. Games like that are hard to... Dude, Hello Games has been doing it for how long now? They're still consistently adding content to it, but that's just to make the game feel invigorating I feel like they're doing a great job truly but it's like the player base for No Man's Sky isn't it's not like in the millions you know maybe it is I don't know but it's like it's a very refined player base
3: Mm -hmm.
2: you know what you're getting when you pick up the game and I don't think Bethesda can do much more than that I think they can put quest systems in there I think they can maybe give it a little more personality. But I don't think I'm going to get that same feeling of... Getting to flesh out a true story. Like, the way I want to. And to make it feel enriching. Like, it's not just a... Go to this base on this planet, do this. You know, I don't know. It just... I'm very, 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 very apprehensive for it. Like, I stopped playing Tears of the Kingdom... Because it was too much. Like, there's just too much to do, too many places to go. I don't want a fucking game filled with a thousand planets that's a story-driven game. I don't want that. I Give me fucking 10 to 15 meticulously crafted planets and really, you know, drive home a story. Don't tell me that I can go to a thousand and tell me that this is going to be a story-driven game with unique elements to it that will keep me invested in it. Like... No. I don't think this is going to be for me, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I mean, I can I can feel that. I think my
0: my kind of role reversal on that is that I don't the actual gameplay looks good whereas like I felt like that first trailer we got, I I'm not trying to be mean, but I thought it kind of looked like shit. It did. Um <laughs> it did. And so, like, I'm very, very much in favor of of what they've got going on here because w- what they showed was just fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. I smooth. felt like, like, I'll give yeah, it. yeah the 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 gameplay or like the uh, the gunplay no longer looks like uh, you know ass and like the exploration stuff really looked like it. Uh, I don't know. Could have worked um, in in ways that like I like I I know that people love No Man's Sky. I it was never for me. Um, I just for whatever reason it, it was not a game that like I felt like attached to, and I think part of it was because uh, I, I think it is something that you you said about like you know um, the. Uh, like the the procedural generation. Sorry, I, I was trying to figure out the words. Like, it just was. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I I genuinely don't know the like the the words that I'm looking for. Like it, it just they're all kind of like the the
2: same thing. I mean, they are, man. That's that's my biggest fear with this. Um, and, dude, every every system that No Man's Sky has incorporated, it's in that fucking game, dude. Like, Starfield, I saw... What? Let's, sh- let's start with the procedurally generated fucking worlds. That's there. The ship flight looks the same. You can mine with the beams the exact same way to collect resources the exact same way um scanning of the environment and the fauna the exact same thing like this is par for like it is like on level everything's the goddamn same now they've innovated some stuff i think ship customization will go a very long way i think that will really entice players and give them a great sense of customization that um no man's sky doesn't necessarily do um but that's a lot of what I feel like we're going to be doing with this game. It's going to be like, oh, well, No Man's Sky does this. Well, well, it doesn't do this, and, you know, this game does it better. It's like, I'm so blown away with how I feel. like, And my circle is very small, I will be honest. But I don't see how more people aren't talking like this is a fucking No Man's Sky clone. I'm shocked Hello Games hasn't said anything, dude. Like, every single thing that's in Starfield has come directly from No Man's Sky. It's crazy to me. Um, to the point where it was so distracting when I was watching this, uh, the gameplay. It's like, I was just comparing the two, and it's like, am I playing a Bethesda game, or am I playing a Hello Games game with the Bethesda skin? Like, what what's going on, dude? And that is just mind-blowing to me. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> Totally fair. Um. I I truly I know it's a hot take, and it's my biggest like disappointment of the entire summer lineup that we've had. Like the Starfield thing was my biggest um, waiting point. Like I, this was going to be mm-hmm. my m- make or break moment for me, truly, and it broke. Unfortunately, like I I need other people to play it and give me an honest feedback of it. I need people in our community who are fans of No Man's Sky, which I don't know many. I couldn't even name one. But, like, if there are some, like, play the game for me. (laughs) Because I get bored in No Man's Sky. Like, I can pick it up and I can play it for about, when I say a day, a day of gaming for me that's not one of my hyper fixations, a couple hours and I'm done. That's Mm. it and after that it's kind of satiated what I need from that game and then I can go back to whatever core game I'm currently stuck on or playing um, and that's, that's one of those No Man's Sky games to me and it's like I don't want to I know I keep rehashing it reiterating it but it's just that I mean that kind of just details my frustration of this is not what I was expecting Like this does not look like a game that I can sink time into unfortunately Um... I'm disappointed, like, moving on from this... Austin, do you have anything Starfield?
1: No, I was never interested from the start. I feel that, though. This is just... I truly... I... I think the game looks really good. I can kind of see your points about how similar it does look to No Man's Sky. Um... No Man's Sky is also a game that's just... It's just fucking not for me. Um and uh, I, I I don't know man it, it looks like a game that I would buy just because the hype surrounding it and I would play it for 30 minutes and be like mm, it's not my thing so like
2: us with uh, Zelda
1: pretty much that's exactly what would happen Literally. to me with this I'm gonna I be straight I up, <laughs> up for 30 minutes.
2: I traded fucking Tears of the Kingdom in. this is why I shouldn't buy physical games I don't have it anymore I was so over that shit I traded it in and got Diablo Mm-mm-mm. shit yep I'm, this is why I buy digital. It forces me to play it. Yes, literally. That's what I told Sabrina. I was like, never let me buy a physical game again.
1: I'm not mad that you sold it. I'm just mad that you didn't let me know before you sold it. Because I would have bought it. <laughs> Tears of the King. Why? Guy. Yeah, just to have an extra one. Because the collector's edition version of the game... Like, it's different. The case is different. It's not the same. And I would... Oh. Uh, yeah, it's I a mean, weird thing. I'm weird about cases.
2: That is... Damn, I... That is unfortunate because I would have sold it to you <laughs> damn it's okay I'll just buy the case off eBay well you could also do that yeah <laughs> but anyway I bought fucking Diablo digitally so there we go don't have to worry about that yeah. anymore anyway <laughs> summer summer yeah uh okay
0: well I mean with that said I guess I was gonna say uh,
2: there's nothing that caught your eye so it, I mean I mean th- it's truly 33 immortals really did. Like, I think that's one of the most unique-looking games. Mm-hmm. I think it's fucking awesome. Did you guys watch it? Yeah. No. The
0: I, See, that's the thing, w- for me at least, is I felt like the entire Xbox showcase was just full of, like, really interesting shit, like, mm-hmm. just over and over and over.
2: Um, I was met with I think just really big disappointments and key elements that I was semi-excited for, like Starfield was one of them. But then the fuck, fa- like Fable, I'm not gonna lie, I was so mad that that is all we really. Got. Like, you do why? Wide- <laughs> all right. How long has this game been in development, or has been like? It feels like we get a half-assed announcement every couple of years, right? Like, that's how I feel like it is. And then we get this, which is a glorified Jack and the Beanstalk story. or I mean, that's truly what it is. Shows off very little gameplay. And after how many years, we don't even have a slight semblance of a clue of when this game is coming out. Like, at this point, you're just showing me fucking snippets of a game that may come out one day, or this could just be showing off a game engine at this point. Like, I don't fucking know mm. when it's coming out, dude. And it's like... And what the fuck was the story? Like, Jack and the... Why Why that? <laughs> like, that's not... I don't know. I was just... I was disappointed. It looks fine. Like, graphically, it looks cute. But... I'm just tired of getting teasers for a game that was announced, what, four years ago? If, if not more?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand that. Um... To be fair, I think that, like a lot of the staff that was probably meant to kind of go on there was finishing up work on Forza, fi- or Forza Horizon 5, which is a crazy when,
2: sentence to think about.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um and, and I mean when you when you put that into perspective, right? Like the these guys have never made an RPG before, so it, it probably took them a little bit of time to get things off the ground and also, we have this. I mean, we can talk about this um, when we get to our State of the Xbox uh, episode later in the year. But like, Microsoft is still doing this whole thing where they're like, "Let's be hands off with our studios," which I mean, clearly isn't working. You know? Um, so I don't know. All uh, of uh, that's
2: fine, and I completely agree. Like, this is Playground. This is a this is a racing dev making an RPG. And it's taking on the title of one of, in my opinion, one of the most iconic and one of the best RPGs. Um, so it's big shoes to fill. It's a lot to get, you know, nailed down. I get that. But how have I not seen any true gameplay after all of this time? Like, zero? That just blows my mind. Like, what that little bit that we got in there, that is nothing, dude. Like, I maybe I'm just asking too much at this point. But it's like... I just feel like I keep being strung along. Mm-hmm. No, no. I you're 100% right to feel that way, I think. I like I
0: definitely think that um that there is something to be said about Microsoft saying <laughs> seemingly every I don't know, every other year like, "Oh, next year will be the year we're going to have so many games." And and then it's like the next year and then the next year and then the next year so like i can i I mean i am with you yeah i i definitely think that they have a problem with and again this like i said this can be brought up with regards to um you know whether or not uh or well sorry uh on the on the xbox show um whenever we get around to that like there is something going on with Microsoft Game Studios that needs to be addressed, or else, like we're not going to to see fruits of labor yep. that are actually any good.
3: Yep.
0: Um, for, sure. for me personally, I would I was enthralled with that Xbox showcase. Like mm-hmm. I know that there were several things that were like, um, you know, not necessarily in-game footage and I know that there were a lot of things that were like um, uh, not coming out this year like but they had so many things that were coming out next year that I was like uh okay next year actually might be the year that you know Microsoft
3: mm-hmm.
0: pulls things out like this th- this looks like they finally maybe have things figured out and they're going to bring us the stuff that um yeah it it feels that they've like they've been promising.
2: It's been like years and years and years of investing into projects that we've seen z- like little to zero fruition come from. Like we've seen nothing. But you're right. Yeah. It's like now we're finally on the cusp of once this shit starts to roll out, like it's gonna be one after the other. Yeah. It's gonna be crazy. But I mean, it's but but this is again, this is where my frustration stems from. It's it's the year before this supposed, um, you know, big next year where all of this shit drops. And now I'm just like, motherfucker, this is this is just another one in the books for me. Like I've waited so long and, I, and that, that's not a bad thing, truly, because I would rather have a good polished game. And that's something I always talk about than nothing at all. But just show me something. <laughs> give me a you know, little bit you just give me a taste Something. god damn
0: yeah yeah I mean and that's all I think uh,
2: completely um, defensible positions to take yeah um, huh. but back to 33 Immortals man that shit looks super cool I'm fucking big ass 33 player raids in a Hades format come on now how cool yeah. is that?
0: I'm definitely down for that, um, the, I, dude. I'm down for the. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the of the game, but the the one coming from Compulsion Games. Uh, they didn't really. Sh- it, I don't know what that game is, but that trailer had me sold immediately. Like yeah, the blues, cool and then like the the sea creature or whatever that was like coming up out of the lake. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And the animation style on that fucking ruled. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of of some other things that uh that were revealed. Um I'm trying to think. Uh the cyberpunk stuff did, did that get you, you know, anything?
2: Um so I'm not like it, it didn't hook me. Like I like I guess I kind of knew it was coming again, so it was one of those things and I'm not really like I've tried to go back and dabble in Cyberpunk, especially after the craze of Edge Runners, but I've not had, um, I've not had that sinking back into it moment yet. So, this might do that for me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I think it'll be cool to go back to some fresh content. Um, might give me reason to grind out a story playthrough again, just so it's kind of fresh in my mind. And then we can flow directly into Phantom Liberty. Um, so, so that was kind of cool. But nothing, like, I think one of my favorite things is, I mean, not even anything cyberpunk related, but fucking Hi-Fi Rush gets some uh, DLC coming soon. Yeah, mm, yeah. I think that was probably that's. It's sad because I genuinely think that was my most exciting thing. Hmm. That Damn. From it. But it's. Ex- I mean, but that. But that's a good thing, though. 'cause yeah. genuinely up until uh this month, Hi-Fi Rush would have been my game of the year. It's Still up there. It's it's contending. So let's see what this little DLC does <laughs> if it bolsters it on or not. But I've had Street Fighter and I've had Diablo come out this month and this month is kicking some ass and it's not even over. The the big yep. bad boy still yet to come. Honestly, dude. Okay. I, not, I I yeah. mean
0: I feel you guys on that. I'm not. I'm not going to be even remotely upset that like you guys didn't feel this. Well, Austin, I think you thought it was pretty good,
1: what? right? What? The Xbox <laughs> Showcase? Oh yeah, I love the Xbox Showcase, but probably not for the reasons that you did. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck oh, that means. God. I, I do. When I when I tell you that my heart literally dropped when that teaser of Persona Three started. I'm so oh. fucking excited for that. <laughs> uh, and that uh, which honestly doesn't even count because Atlas fumbled the fucking bag, so goddamn hard they revealed these games 4 fucking days earlier than they were supposed to. Um somebody's PR guy got fired for that. <clears throat> um but that's persona, persona Royal. That's what that means. <laughs> uh the the remake looks really fucking good. I I know that we haven't really seen a lot. Um but I have watched so many videos on YouTube in the last few days uh, doing, like, hour-long breakdowns of that trailer, literally looking for fucking anything. Just a crumb of, of anything saucy. Um, and, like... I it, it just looks so good. I, I, I fucking love Persona 3. I think that... Even, even though I think I love Persona 5 Royal more just because of bias, I... Honestly, Persona Three has the best story of three, four, and five. Um,
0: oh, those are some fucking fighting words, sir. They might
1: be, but it to it, it is. Uh, it's a very depressing fucking story because unlike four and five, there is no good ending in Persona Three. You just don't. Yeah, get, no, there isn't. There's <laughs> a bad ending and a worse ending. That's it. Those are your yep. fucking options. Um, but I, I'm really excited to. Uh, Get to play that in in modern graphics, uh, uh, Persona Five Tactica I'm I'm not so fucking interested in um, one because I'm kind of just tired of the Persona Five cast being milked for all its fucking worth. Uh, but I also like it. I, it it doesn't. I don't know, man. It it doesn't look very good. It it just the the art style. Yeah, like it's cute, but it it, it kind of looks like shit. Um, I'm still going to buy it and play it because it's a canon Persona game probably, but it, it doesn't look very good. Um, the I think I talked about it in the group chat. The leak that revealed these games before uh, Atlas fumbled the fucking bag uh, stated that Persona 5 Tactica will somehow include characters from every installment in the franchise and I think that's really fucking cool but I also don't believe it because asking Atlas to pay any attention to Persona 1 and 2 was like pulling teeth so yeah. I, I don't think that they're gonna do that um, but even above those two I, I'm again so excited for Persona 3 uh, remake even above that though metaphor looks fucking awesome
0: Metaphor looks
1: absolutely fucking rad. It looks in... Uh, I knew nothing about this game until it was announced, and I just started trying to find anything that I could about it. Apparently, this game was leaked like seven or eight years ago and has been in development for over that. Um, But it just... It, it looks... Just, I, I honestly thought when it started... I thought this was going to be... Because I saw all the high fantasy elements and some of the characters gave me very Fire Emblem vibes. So I was like, is this another... Because I saw the Atlas name and I was like, is this another like Shin Megami Tensei and Fire Emblem crossover? Because that's kind of what this looks like. Um, just in like a more Fire Emblem-esque time period than what Tokyo Mirage was. Uh, but it, it looks fucking rad, dude. And I'm I'm excited to learn anything more about it. Um, I think they just said 2024 I don't even think they said early 2024 like they did with Persona 3 uh, and Metaphor also did not have the day one Game Pass ad that most of the other games in the showcase did so mm-hmm. I wonder what that means yeah Cause didn't almost, cause I, I think it was one of the only games that didn't have a same day Game Pass advertisement
0: yeah most of them did and I don't think that that one did um, I don't know
1: Oh, I know it didn't. I've watched that trailer 17 times. (laughs) I know it didn't. I'm very stoked for it, dude. It it looks... Dylan, did you happen to see that trailer?
2: I did, dude. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm excited because I get to... I was... I think I told you this. I I do plan on going back to play Persona 3 and Persona 4. But when this happened, it's like... that was the that was the final nail in the coffin man because it's like it looks beautiful i can finally see the story that everyone talks about so i'm excited Mm. for it i'll play it uh no doubts dude like i don't know what's the release
1: date it just they just said our 2024 okay so probably sometime after p3
2: are we counting that in the because that's a full-on remake right so can we count that as a 2024 game is that going to be your game of the year
1: Oh, I'm counting it as a 2020. (laughs) I don't give a fuck if you guys are gonna let me or not. (laughs) It's the same reason I'm counting Metroid Prime. That's a full fucking remake. I don't give a fuck that they said remaster. That's a remake. Um, the the thing about Metaphor that I'm I'm kind of hung is, and I don't think anybody really knows. I don't know what this game is. I don't know, like, according to Atlas, it's not a Shin Megami Tensei game it does not tie into Shin Megami Tensei canon or lore in any way so that's any SMT, Persona any of that but some of these designs uh, like, and I I obviously don't know what they are but the kind of I don't know how to explain it the kind of white figure that shows up towards the end of the trailer looks almost exactly like the protagonist of Devil Summoner so I'm like, I don't, I don't understand what you guys are doing here, and I don't think anybody else fucking does either. Can you please explain? <laughs> Can I just ask, did, were you asking me about metaphor or persona? Metaphor, I, dude. I thought you were asking me about persona.
2: Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I did not see shit about metaphor. That was hilarious. All I right, thought well, you I'm were talking about I'm gonna send you that trailer persona. right now. I'm not okay. I'll watch it. Good. Mm.
1: I'm sorry. Okay. I'm trying to think if there was anything else in the Xbox showcase that really I like
0: I, I mean there was there was a ton of stuff, but like if we were to go over everything, we'd be here for fucking oh, 9 for hours. Sure. Yeah. There's only like um,
2: I know I I barely glossed over 33 immortals, but I was also this might sound super lame, but can I be honest with you about what probably one of my more anticipated games from that whole thing was? What it was Go Mecha ball
0: <laughs> What the fuck is Go Mech? I didn't even <laughs> what.
2: Yeah, I don't even remember seeing that. It was from, <laughs> dude. It's so pathetic, but it's like it reminds me of. It's like a really arcadey shooter, and I don't know. Did you, did you ever play um, Marble Blast Ultra, on the 360, Josh? Mm, no, I don't think so. It this has very, very little semblance to that whatsoever because this is more of an arcadey shooter. But Marble Blast Ultra was essentially a 3D platformer where you were rolling around as a marble ball and you had to make it through some pretty excruciatingly uh, hard levels, like in certain par times. Essentially, it was really fun. It's a smaller game. But this game looks like it combines that with like arcadey shooterness and it just it looks fucking awesome to me, dude. And I think I'm I we 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 touched on this earlier in the year, but it's like I am so heavily gravitating towards these little like smaller games now than a lot of the big triple game. and this is one of them. This and 33 Immortals were my biggest takeaways. <laughs> hey,
0: I mean, fair enough. Um I I mean when we talk about like a lot of the PlayStation stuff, yeah. Here in in, in a minute, like that's the the stuff that kind of got me excited out of that showcase. So that's true. I mean, that's totally fair.
2: Yeah. What about you? What were you uh aside from the obvious? What were you excited for? Of, uh, me? Yeah, for the Xbox stuff.
0: Uh, I mean, it, it, like you said, it was mainly just the obvious stuff. Um, <clears throat> like I'm I'm really Really looking forward to um, a lot of the, the stuff that they showed that de- doesn't have years yet. <laughs> I don't um, I'm trying to think of uh, what the name of it was. The Clockwork um, fuck. I don't I don't remember the name oh, of it off the top up, of my yeah. head. But the the one from In Exile, like I, I'm all about in Exile. I, I think that they're a great studio and I'm I'm down for pretty much anything that they um you know anything that they put out um <clears throat> yeah i don't know it was, it was mostly the 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 kind of smaller stuff um that tower fall game or whatever the hell it was called um from the the guys who made fuck banner saga like that looks fucking cool yeah towerborn yeah yeah that one was pretty cool too um that looks cool. Uh, I was really into that one that had the, uh, the art style similar to Sable. Um, I'm trying to think off. I I can't remember what it was called. Uh, I think that one was from, from don't nod. So like that looked cool. Um, I don't know. There was just, there was a bunch of stuff there and all of it looked really fucking cool to me. Um, the problem is, is that a lot of it, you know, either didn't get, release dates or is next year so i don't know not a lot happening um, right now
2: yeah uh, rush dlc hey next month
0: yeah so
3: phasmophobia
0: um f- yeah now that was a, a another cool one that i saw um I don't think that was at the actual showcase, but um, it was something they kind of announced
2: later was the... Uh,
1: it was like the after show. It's the same... Isn't Wasn't it the same place they announced the High on Life DLC? Yeah, yeah I think so, That's yeah. probably where yeah.
2: my little uh, ball game came from, too, to be honest with you.
1: I think that it is.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: so... Uh, but, uh, you know... If we if we kind of I guess move on to like what was going on with the um the Summer Games Fest uh, stuff, uh, obviously we got a bunch of like really big announcements and really really cool stuff being shown like uh the the big gameplay reveal for fucking Alan Wake Two was really cool. Uh, I was really I was really into the the. John Carpenter's Toxic Commando, because you know it's fucking John Carpenter, so whatever. But, um, like obviously the the big one for me, like the absolute biggest one, was that fucking Final Fantasy VII, uh, Rebirth trailer. That shit has me so fucking hyped, man! Like, uh, as a Final Fantasy fan, I am fucking eating good right now,
3: yeah.
0: and I like that was a a hell of a way to close the show um i don't know uh i felt like summer games fest uh kind of i don't know i don't want to say paled in comparison to the xbox stuff that they showed but like there was a bunch of stuff there that like either we had already seen i feel like or it was like trade like new trailers for stuff that we already knew about like there wasn't a whole bunch of like of crazy new stuff coming. Um... I don't know. Uh, it, It wasn't bad, but I was... I was more excited about, like, the new stuff. Like, that Remnant 2 trailer was really fucking cool, and we got the release date for that. The, uh... Whatever the hell the name of that game was where it was like, um, you were on a, uh... Like, a, a mining rig, like, out in the middle of the ocean. It was, like, a horror game. Like, that looked fucking rad. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, all of the, the stuff that we didn't know about looked really fucking cool. The stuff that we did know about, like, we've already known about it and we're already excited about it. Like, that Lies of P trailer looked really fucking cool. I I, I really fucking dug that, that trailer for uh, the Lies of P. Um, but... I don't know. It mostly was just like, I I don't know. That sounds so like bad to say. I feel like, you know, but I don't fucking know. What What did you guys think about the the Summer Games Fest?
1: Awesome. I thought it was okay. I thought it looked cool. Um, there was nothing. Hmm. I don't. I can't. Honestly, I can't really remember off the top of my head if there was anything in that that. I thought really, really looked good, um, except for the was now was the Exo Primal thing that was in the Summer Games Fest, right when they showed off. A yeah, bit. the yeah, okay. with
0: the Street Fighter crossover, yeah,
1: the Mecha Ryu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit looked cool, and that game still looks cool. It looks way better than I feel like it should. Um, I'm, Austin,
2: I have two questions for you. Uh huh. So, if is exo primal the only thing that stood out to you
1: uh kind of i like so. i don't know did you see sandland sandland did yeah i forgot about that one sandland is one i'm definitely interested in i was curious josh did you see that one
0: yeah uh i think sandland looks fucking cool yeah. um yeah i don't know what the fuck it
2: is but like it looks cool it looks like it has akira toriyama written all the fuck over it so because it does yeah so that's what I'm saying like I'm kind of in for it because it looks like his game or like yeah. his style meets Borderlands <laughs> kind of so I mean kind of so yeah I it looks I, fun, to,
1: I looked up the manga the other day I'm gonna try to sit down and read it within the next couple of days
2: yeah I've never fucking even heard of it but uh second question um <clears throat> I think I just asked you three were you Something because like shockingly I actually am are you excited for Sonic Superstars?
1: I was. Yeah, that trailer looked fucking super rad, dude. Right? So that trailer did look rad. That dude! That trailer looked fucking awesome. I'm, so I'm not
2: even a Sonic person, but I was like, this is right up my alley. Like, this is old school, but like, new?
1: Yeah. dude, I'm, I was I so stoked. forgot about that, but yeah, no, that game looked really good.
2: And like, they're like, distancing themselves from some of the old, old stuff, like Green mm-hmm. Hill Zone and all that. Like, yeah. I thought that was super cool, man. Like, I think it looks wonderful.
1: Yeah, I would love to get a side scrolling Sonic game that doesn't start with Green Hill Zone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. So, I don't know. Sick. I I just I was super excited for that. Like I wish. So, like I've not played Alan Wake so I can't really be excited for Alan Wake 2 right now, but I thought it looked good. Um Fuck, there was another game. Um It was a fucking it's something ghost looked decent. Uh, Uh, I don't know. Um, Fuck. Banisher's Ghosts of New Eden. That was it. You remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah! Yeah. So, that was on my... But again, though, it's like shit that we... Like Mortal Kombat had... Like, it's stuff that we already knew about that we just got to look at, essentially. Like, I remember... Didn't we see this game at some point? Uh, like, maybe. I don't know if it was during the v- the video game awards or not. I just swear like we saw this at some point, but I'm still semi anticipating that. But I think my biggest my biggest piece of excitement that was uh, new stuff I think would have been maybe Sandlin Lion or uh, Sonic. Yeah, if, if those truly were new, they were new to me. <clears throat> yeah, they were. Yeah, same. I had not seen them before, but yeah. I don't know.
0: Um, what else? Uh, Some well, we indie could game t-
2: got announced.
0: I don't find what Fantasy. it. Oh yeah, 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 little indie game. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know uh, the that. Really I, I think that I, I was so enamored with that fucking Final Fantasy trailer that like a lot of the stuff that they showed just pales in comparison for me. Um I I thought that trailer looked fucking excellent, but you yeah. know. I don't know. What, what do I'm you saying.
2: know? It's not like you're a fan or anything. I know, right? Ugh. Uh well,
0: what did you guys think about the uh the Capcom stuff that, that got announced. I watch that one. Capcom's cooking. Capcom's cooking. I like th- so the uh the Path of the Goddess thing, the I think it was actually on the Xbox showcase. Yeah it was. I think that game looks fucking cool. I thought it was Onimusha at first and it wasn't and that was a little saddening for me. But that fucking that game looks rad dude i am down for whatever the fuck that is um i also am really into the fucking the dragon's dogma shit man i'm really fucking i dragon's dogma 2 looks fucking wicked i am really really into that um what else did they have they had the oh they announced (laughs) Uh, that Pragmata has been delayed indefinitely, like, they don't have a new, um, Mm. date for it, uh, which, you know, that kind of sucks, but, on the other hand, I would rather them release something that is, like, you know, uh, fully playable and functional, as opposed to, um, I don't know, not, like, everyone else (laughs) seems to be
2: willing to do these days. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, uh but w- again, what do I know? Austin, you going to do anything with Mega Man X Dive?
1: Probably not because I, I don't know. To me, that felt like that felt right at home on the fucking Switch, and I was very surprised at the end of that trailer to not see a Switch logo. Yeah. Um I kind of don't like it because I just very recently got into X-Dive and spent a shit ton of money trying to get Mega Man EXE, and oh, by the way, I didn't. Um, so I, I'm kind of angry that they're about to release a version of the of the game that's completely free and has every fucking playable character unlocked <laughs> from the start, and I spent $40 trying to get Mega Man EXE for no fucking reason. Um, but that's on me, I guess. Not really them, is it? I, I, I don't know, man. I just... Anything, any, I think anything else Mega Man would have been cool, but, like, X-Dive is, is, it, it's pretty fucking boring. Like, yeah, it's that classic side-scrolling Mega Man formula, but almost every fucking stage, which, yeah, the trailer celebrates that there's, like, I think they said something crazy, like, 900 stages. Yeah, well, probably 80, 885 of those stages are actually fucking unique to themselves, and aren't carbon, carbon copies of the other ones. Um, I don't know. I, I'll probably download it just because it's Mega Man and get into it, but yeah. it doesn't do anything for me. I wish they could have done anything else with that IP, but I just kind of feel like the only interest they have with Mega Man is just re-releasing ports.
0: I, I actually think that you're right. Which, but but to be fair, like I don't know... Mega Man has always to me felt best when it was the 2D side scrolling. Yeah. Like so I don't know how you update it and bring it into in, into the modern era with, I mean, you know, modern game sensibilities and and design aesthetics in line with that. Like I I don't know how to do it. I'm sure that it can Mega be Man done. 11?
1: Mega Man uh, Mega is Metal. a great fucking
0: game. Uh oh. Uh, <laughs> Mega Man 11 was fine, but like even Mega Man 11 was s- s- basically 2D side scroller, right? Yeah, I mean, essentially. I don't know. You know yeah, uh, I kind of get They it. have a hard time I I think they w- will have a hard time bringing it into the into the modern era.
1: Mhm. I But I don't know about like the Maybe the classic formula of Mega Man. I don't really ever see that coming back, and them doing that again. Um,
0: yeah, which is unfortunate because I kind of think yeah. that's the only way they can do it.
1: <laughs> I I'm kind of hoping that with how well uh, the Battle Collection, uh, Battle Network Collection did, that they might be like, hey, maybe there is some still, some interest still in this goofy little subseries. Um but I feel like that's just getting my hopes up for something that's just straight the fuck up not gonna happen. Yeah. So, I don't know. I wish they would do something else with the IP, but I kind of feel like at this point in 2023 it's kind of a dead IP. So, just keep giving me ports. Give me a Star Force collection and we'll call it even. and I'm I'm good. I won't ask you for anything else.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, um... Uh, last thing. Well, I guess uh, technically there are two last things. Um, Ubisoft. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I'll say this: that Star Wars Outlaws trailer that they showed at the um, at the Xbox conference, I thought looked fucking cool. And the reason that I thought it looked cool is because it was not fucking Jedi. Mm-hmm, I'm so sick yeah. of Jedi. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, give me something different.
2: So, um, yeah. I'm still, like, yes, but I'm still fucking Star wars out. But uh, I'm so much more enticed, like you said, because it's not Jedi shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I liked Rogue One so much. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, I, even like, when the Jedi shit happened, it was fucking badass. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: Dude, the the thing that, like, fucking sucks is, like, people kick, uh, I'm about to go on a rant about Star Wars. <laughs> the fucking... Star Wars sucks. The, Star Wars is so much more interesting when you leave the Jedi stuff out. It's a world full of politics and war and, like, just fucking, I don't know, awesome-ass shit. And, like, people just seem convinced that the only thing you can fucking do is have it to relate to the fucking Skywalkers and shit. Like, fuck off. Tell me something interesting. Like, show me, like, like you said, Rogue One. Like, show me that kind of shit. I'm into that shit. Yeah. I don't care about fucking Rey and Luke and fucking Jerk Off. I don't fucking know.
1: Like, I think uh, the only way I would care about anything Jedi related in Star Wars is if um, they kind of go back to the Old Republic. I, I can get fucking down with that, but the whole Skywalker shit, I just don't care anymore. I just don't fucking care about it
2: yeah if yep, I agree um, Sabrina's super excited for avatar's uh, frontiers yeah but I'm glad someone is I was about to say I'm unfortunately not am I just not an avatar person
1: am I the only one that thinks Mirage looks pretty good
0: no well that's what I was gonna I was gonna get at is oh, okay. whether or not uh <laughs> Dylan had his balls uh you know hey Ready. hey
2: hey. For that, what's why, why are we pointing fingers at me? Because Assassin's Creed is your series.
1: Yeah, it's like your thing.
2: Okay, that's justified. But Austin <laughs> likes stuff sometimes. Uh, yeah, but he doesn't like Assassin's Creed the way that you like Assassin's Creed. So, so you're saying because there's new Assassin's Creed content that we're, it all falls on my shoulders. It does. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, it looks fucking great, and I'm buying it day one. <laughs>
1: So it, this is supposed to be like a kind of return to roots type of thing, right? This is yes. supposed to yeah, see, I'm I'm into that. I'm down for that.
2: Okay. I'm I mean, I I really don't I don't I'm not going to sit here and f- fucking stroke my Assassin's Creed love, but this it's everything that I forgot that I loved. Um, I will say I feel like cutscenes could have been a little better like they yeah a little yeah. little, a little, spotty little in there. dated but still looks fucking great dude i'm super excited to be returning back to a an older time like i've been really down with the valhalla odyssey origin style of gameplay but hey my love for the franchise started way before that so so let's fucking do it it's gonna suck though because it comes out in tandem with goddamn uh spider-man i ish
1: this might be a stupid question, because maybe it's obvious, and I just don't know the fucking answer to it. Um, this whole thing with... Uh, it, the main character's name is Basim, correct?
2: Yeah, that was kind of sexy how you put the thing in there, but yeah.
1: Oh, thanks. Um, uh, so he he's essentially the first assassin is the way that they're setting this up, right? That's not my fault. Fo- no? Where? No. What?
2: Bayek is the first assassin. Oh, ah. but like... I I, okay, so they so like No, it's okay. Don't Don't do that. So like it's that. this is a very technical story. If you would like to start with the early days of lore, I can I can redirect you to where to start. Okay. Okay, go play Assassin's Creed Origins. I'm
1: not
2: gonna do that. Son of a bitch, it's a good game, dude. <laughs> it's, not, it's like this is my Pokemon X shit. Uh, wait aren't you the one who likes Pokemon X that's what I'm saying like I can't get him to go back and just try it and just give it a fair shot without having so much hate and malice for the it fucking
1: a game fair shot, dude. I no, played through the majority no. of origins oh, I played my God. at least 40 hours if not more
2: I so sincerely doubt that <laughs> I, t- I don't know I do know.
1: I, where... Fuck. I don't even remember the last thing I did. The last thing I remember doing in Origins was uh, climbing a pyramid and fighting some snake bitch.
2: I <laughs> don't even know. That's like the very, very last that thing I remember sentence. doing. All right. Restart. <laughs> it's free on one of the consoles, I, I think. It. <laughs> All right. So after the Ubisoft showcase, what's next? Uh, then let's just uh, let's get to the PlayStation stuff. Fuck them. Um, hey, 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 hey! I'm joking. joking. Easy. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Josh is like, but no, really. Fuck them. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I I was I think I was riding a high when I when I first came out and we were talking about. Like, everything that kind of happened. Um, I don't know that it was necessarily all that all that great, if, if mm. I'm, if but I'm you're being honest here. But you're excited for
2: Metal Gear? Come on. Uh, hey.
0: see, but the, the thing is, is like, yeah, I'm excited about Metal Gear, but I'm more excited about the collection for Metal Gear than I am, like, almost anything else. Like, I want to play those old games again. Like...
1: I'm very excited I don't know. to dip my toes in a, I I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. But I'm very excited to try those games for the first time.
0: Yeah, so, I don't know. Like, it, it'll it be good to play those. It, I Like, it'll be really good to play those. But, like, I'm not... I'm not dying to play the remake of 3 the way that everyone else is i i think that like three is going to be really good but like i also i don't think that it's going to be setting the world on fire Mm -hmm. you know um i don't know like the people who really like three also really like three and i'm i'm not that guy i'm not the the one who's like dying to Suck that game's dick. Like, I I like that game. I really do. But, like, I... I don't know. It's not my favorite.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh... What else fucking happened?
1: I thought that Spider-Man 2 looked really cool. Um, it did. But, holy shit. I thought some of Peter's dialogue in, those, in that trailer was so fucking cringy it's unreal
2: I mean it's black suit spider-man so yeah
1: but it didn't have to be that bad it didn't have to be that cringy but it it, it really fucking was and it was it was not stupid it was the thing it was the last thing he said in the trailer when he kind of swings off to go after the lizard I think and I, I don't know that whole conversation I just I'm not sure that I'm really digging this black suit Peter uh, I think the suit looks fucking awesome, and I think all the shit he does in that trailer, in that suit, looks fucking awesome. But, I don't, and maybe, maybe this is a stupid criticism, maybe I just have to wait until I actually play the game, but as far as these trailers go, I'm not digging black suit, Peter.
2: I'm not No, I it. am digging? That fucking Craven reveal. Yeah, that yeah. was rad. That was fucking cool. That's how the trailer started, too, right? Yeah. Yep. Started out with him where everyone's like, hey, what game is this? It's fucking Craven. the hunter coming to New York City. Kraven's design looks really fucking cool. He looks menacing, dude. I am mm. so excited for this. I'm so excited for what it fucking sets up. Um, I like that we got the Wraith Easter egg thrown in there when he's yeah, looking through that. his little uh, pad. Yeah, that was cool. Prowler's making an appearance again, so... Oh, that shit's pretty fucking exciting, but that reveal of him got me hyped. That was my favorite part of the trailer. I didn't even give a shit about Black Suit. I didn't care about <laughs> Miles or Blizzard. I saw Kraven, and I was like, sign me the fuck up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit looked really cool. Yeah, he's taking the hunt to New York, and I am excited, dude. Um, I hate that I have to call it this, but what did you guys think of the Splatoon-like shooter?
0: Uh, I actually thought that looked
2: awesome. Pretty fucking cute, right?
1: I'm not remember what was it. What was it it's, called? It's uh, it's like foam stars That's or some shit like that. Right. I knew it was yeah, foam okay. something. It looks cute.
2: Yeah, it looks cute. I-, I like the designs of it, and mm-hmm. I-, I did not expect it. Yeah, but no, it, it, looks, well. it looks it looks it looks cool. Um, I think, dude, low key, my favorite thing for I mean, like outside of the Craven reveal for Spider Man. And all that shit. Um, did you guys see Sword of the Sea? Uh, Sword of the Sea... Maybe. Yes! This is from Giant Squid.
0: Yep.
3: Dude.
0: And I
2: am all about it. Yes, dude. I played Abzu as my first game to complete this year. And when I saw this shit, I was like, I played that shit for a reason. Because yep. I was so invested when I saw that trailer, man. It looks Fucking beautiful! I thought it was honestly going to be something from a Heart Machine for a second because of how it looks, but it was Giant Squid, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I literally just played Abzu, man, and this looks so good.
0: Yeah, Giant Squid has made nothing but great games. I'm I'm very excited for it. I thought at first it was a uh, it was a like a Journey Two trailer. And oh yeah yeah yeah! It was not. Uh, which I, I'm totally fine with. <laughs> that's
2: true, but god damn, like, it's... That's hilarious, because I went Heart Machines, because it reminded me so much of, a uh, mm-hmm. Solar Ash? Solar, yes, thank you, I was about to have a stroke. But yeah, Solar Ash. Uh, but I was I was very pleased that it was something something else. Um, but then I can't even lie, Cat Quest 3 got announced, and I'm fucking hyped, dude. I love my Cat Quest games.
0: Cat Quest is so much fun. It's so They're so, so cute. Good.
2: And this is they're officially like, a Cat Quest 3, so I'm down.
0: Right. Uh, Austin, just so you're aware, they're basically um, Zelda games, but with cats. And good. Oh. And good. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: shit. Yeah, I've seen them. I've never played one, but I know what
2: they are. It's so fucking good, dude. Get Josie set up on one of those.
1: Oh, dude, Yeah, that she'll that fucking, fucking love, love it.
2: It is on the switch. It is, and it's so worth it. And you can co-op the second one, I think.
1: Mm.
2: I think. Mm, yeah, you might be able to. I don't know.
0: It's it's muy posible. It does look
1: really cute.
0: It's that means cat in Spanish.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Did you what about uh, t- uh <laughs> Towers of do You guys look at that one. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Well, it's... I'm Austin, it's a Breath of the Wild type shit. Did you see it?
1: I probably did. I, I don't know. I uh, Yeah, because I think I remember saying something in Josh's chat along the lines of, Yeah, if I just wanted to play Breath of the Wild, I'll just go play Breath of the Wild.
2: I don't know, man. It looked fucking cool because you could, like... The monsters in the game are f- goddamn huge. Like, they were col- colossal. And you're just out there flying around with your little Zelda... Paraglider. Yeah. Fucking landed on their backs and shit, but that's not till next year. And I feel like it's going to be. What's. The, uh, it's going to be, uh. Not very rememberable or even remarkable. But yeah. I thought it looked kind of cute. It looks
1: cool.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hey. Anything else?
0: Nah, I don't think so. Don't think so. Um. Fuck so, I guess my question to you guys is how did you feel about like who like of all the showcases we we watched or you know, at, at the very least looked at the announcements for, what do you think was the best one? Xbox. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, mean, I, think, I think it was the best Xbox,
1: competition, to
2: be honest with
0: you. Yeah. I, I 100% mean, agree with you. Yeah.
2: I uh, I mean, I think out of their whole roster I was mm, I don't know I don't know I liked a little bit from everything and then I, I had just as big disappointments with most of them like the whole Starfield thing was a letdown but fuck because I found that I did most of my stuff post fact because I wasn't able to watch it in the moment um, I think Summer Games Fest was a pretty big letdown like you said it was just rehashing old shit yeah Yeah.
0: which is fine it was was just like a lot of the stuff that they did show ended up being stuff that we had like i said either seen before or it was just like taking the same clips that we had seen before and kind of like pushing them into
2: like newness i don't know yeah i think xbox for some of the smaller games that i saw and some of the some of the announcements for uh, like the DLC for Hi-Fi Rush is going to be super fun um, Phasmo coming to consoles baby yeah Phasmophobia in August like they had a lot of cool shit post-fact 2 with their announcements so I, I think I'd give it to them yeah uh, what was the
0: uh, of everything that they like that was shown across you know everything what what was the uh, the biggest deal for you guys Metaphor. For
2: Xbox or the entire,
1: just summer? the entire, like the whole summer Ooh, game fest. Thing. Metaphor, my dick got hard for metaphor. That that shit just so good. Hmm.
2: Damn, dude, that's hard. Mine was definitely Seven
0: Rebirth, man. Oh, I, yeah. I'm so fucking stoked for that fucking game because that trailer looked awesome. It did look like. Good. I don't know. I'm
1: not gonna play it, but it looks great. Shut the
2: fuck up. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like I got excited for a collective of, like, smaller things. Like, uh-huh. everything that I'm truly excited for is something like... um. Wait, you didn't talk at all about Persona 5 Tactica, did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Did you? I didn't even I did. hear Tactica talk.
1: I yeah he s- he
0: said uh, I'll probably play this game but I'm tired of all the the Persona 5 characters and I hate the art style
1: I did say that's actually exactly what I said I have that's crazy I did not bullshit, hear no you're right I <laughs> genuinely did
2: not hear you talk about that that's fucking wild um, it's crazy how you black out I think it might have to be the fuck I wish I had a definitive answer, man. I really don't. Like, PlayStation had a game that I'm really excited for. Summer Games Fest, we got shit that I'm really excited for. Xbox, we got shit I'm excited for. Um, or Mortals 33 looks fucking rad. Uh, I don't have an answer. I'm sorry. I don't have an answer. All right. It's all good. I, I mean, there there was a bunch of stuff. stuff yeah, I, 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 I get it. It was, uh, it, was a, it was a big fucking jam packed week.
0: Yep, uh, I will say this much: had um, had that Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth trailer not come along, uh, I was really into a, a bunch of other RPG things that they showed. Like I I was really really into the fucking um, uh, Dragons Dogma stuff, uh, but like. Like I said before, that that Starfield reveal genuinely blew me away. I was very adamantly (laughs) not about this game, and, uh, well, now now I am. So uh, I'm glad
1: that you're in. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you and I passed each other on the way out and the way in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was just never there to begin with.
2: Yeah, Austin was watching us from the other side of the street. Right?
1: I was just waiting in my car for you to come out. (laughs) Austin was outside
2: waiting to pick me up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
3: Uh,
2: All right.
0: Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, Well, that was... uh, That was Summer Games Fest talk. Uh, Let's uh, talk about what we've been playing and um, get on out of here. Um who want, does anybody want to start in particular?
2: I feel like I'm going last, so or Austin's yeah. going last, we're going last. Four okay. Alright,
0: right, in that case, uh I'll just talk about the Lies of P real quick. I played the demo for the Lies of P. Shit looks um, really good. Yeah. I I'm excited for this game. Uh I think that having played the demo, my, my expectations have been tempered a little bit. Um, I was expecting Bloodborne 2.0 and it's not really Bloodborne 2.0. Uh, it takes a lot of the design aesthetics from, from Bloodborne and, um, kind of like transposes them into this like cool, like, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, it's not cyberpunk. What the fuck? Steampunk. Steampunk. Yeah,
2: definitely. Like, it looks like it combines Bloodborne and Bioshock Infinite.
0: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that—that's basically what it ends up uh, feeling like. Yeah. Um, at least the design aesthetic. Um. So yeah, like that was really cool. The the gameplay itself, I was hoping would be like um, Bloodborne, but I think it hews a little closer to Dark Souls. It's still faster than Dark Souls, but I didn't feel like it was as fast and fluid as bloodborne Um, which was i don't want to say it was a turnoff but it was it was it was not what i was expecting well i'll I'll put it that way Um, so yeah like i was really really digging uh all of that and then i got into this spot where um it kind of like, showed me new stuff that wasn't completely built on the, you know, stuff that we had already seen, like, or, or well, stuff that had already come out before, you know, like, like Bloodborne stuff, Dark Soul stuff, like, they added, like, uh, stuff like, there's this, um, uh, I'm trying to think of, I guess it's an ability, like, where you can change out the, the sort of mechanical arm on Pinocchio, that will give you different abilities right so like you you have one that's kind of like a harpoon gun and you can use that to pull enemies to you and like if you're if you see a group in front of you you can use it to target one enemy pull them to you knock it the fuck out real quick and then go and take out the rest without you know the fear of like potentially just dying if you go into the whole thing all at once right um, there's another one that lets you basically charge up a super-powered punch and then you can do that to do like massive amounts of damage, um, but it also has such a long wind-up that it kind of like, you have to be really tactical with the way you use it. Um, one of the interesting things that I didn't get to see paid off, uh, but I I am very interested to see how it plays out in like the the full release um there is this i guess mechanic uh would be the best way to describe it where you have these options that play out where you will be asked to do something or um asked to answer a question or something like that and you can lie and that's where the whole like the lies of P thing comes in, or you, you know, if you're familiar with Pinocchio, when he lies, his nose grows or whatever. And there was a scene in particular in the game, like it was a cutscene, where you lie, and it, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, like you, you see a message pop up that says something about like your your strings tightened or something like that, and um, I was like. Oh, oh, oh what is what is this? what is this mechanic uh, you know and it never really got anywhere and I think that's just because it was the demo like they didn't have the time to kind of like go ever over everything that they probably would have or wanted to um, or you know they're leaving something for you know you to discover in the game. Uh, but like I thought that was cool. I thought that was really uh, an interesting thing that could potentially be in the game. Um as a whole, I was I, I I really did enjoy the demo. Uh but I also am I I'm not as excited about the game as I was before. Um, which I think is actually a good thing because I don't like if I had bought this game at full price and kind of like it ended up being closer to Dark Souls than Bloodborne. I probably would have been, uh, you know, a little upset if I'm just being 100% honest with you. Um, but having played this now, I know what I'll be getting myself into, and that is really good. Like, that's a really good thing for me. Um, I don't know. I really liked it. Uh, I didn't love it. I think that the game's going to be really fucking good uh probably not from software
2: great but i think it'll be really good so i think i agree because i've watched a lot of it being uh i i guess played through twitch and stuff through the demo and it's really hard to capture what a Souls game can do and i've played a few different souls like games but it's just never done it for me Mm-hmm. And this one looks like it could probably stand the biggest chance. Like visually, it looks stunning. I I like the premise that I'm seeing, and the boss fights look really, really, really cool. Um, like I've seen, I think all of the boss fights from the demo so far, and they're just wild, and and that th- that's a good thing. Um, but mechanically, it's very similar to a Souls game. Um, it's like I mean, that's what it's trying to be, right? Um, it looks okay. I don't think this is a launch day title for me. I don't even think I'll pick it up this year. Um, mm. I've been burned by Souls-like games before because I pick it up expecting a certain um finesse and I often do not get them. Get 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 what I'm seeking, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um Lords of the Fallen is a good example. Oh uh, um, yeah, Lords of the Fallen kind of fucking
0: sucks.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um <clears throat> And I know Neo's not really a Souls-like. I I, I mean maybe But, like, I don't like Neo. Um, Yeah. It's just, it's hard for me if it's not a FromSoft game. But, uh, fucking awesome for people who want to get into this because, like I said, art direction looks really stunning. Boss design looks really fun. Like... I don't know. There's one called the parade master that I was watching it. And he like halfway through the fight, like when he gets to half a health bar, he's like this giant robot mechanical contraption. And then halfway through the fight, he like rips his head off and starts using it as a weapon. Like, how cool is that dude? So um, I think they, I think like visually they have made the best souls like game since anything from FromSoft. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Austin? Yeah. Digimon?
1: No. No. What? Um, that? yeah. So, I've been playing Digimon World Next Order. Uh, it recently came out on the Switch. Uh, I say recently, and by that I mean I think like January or February. Um, And I've just kind of been putting off playing it because there's been other shit. And then I finished Tears of the Kingdom, and I was like, well, there's not really anything for me right now. So I picked it up, and I put 140 hours in it. Ha <laughs> I'm not even done. I haven't, Ooh. I'm, and here's, here's why. Okay, so, Digimon World games are a, um, I don't, it's a sim game, but I'm I'm not sure that that's what it, I want to call it, but that I don't know of any other way to describe it. Um, you are literally picking two Digimon from a roster of eggs and you raise them. You feed them, you take them to the bathroom, you train them, uh, you bond with them uh, by doing certain activities. And that sounds really fun, right? It it sounds great. Um, the So the way the in-game clock works is after a certain amount of time, your Digimon will automatically Digivolve. There is no um, level requirements, there's no anything. It's just, it'll just happen. Um, I think for... Uh, for the baby stage to go into a rookie, it takes like two in-game hours, um, for a rookie to go to champion, it's like one in-game day, uh, for champion to go to ultimate, it's three in-game days, and from ultimate to mega level, if you meet enough requirements to go to mega level, um, it's seven in-game days, uh, however, the game does not tell you what those requirements are, you have to earn, you have to unlock, uh, a list of like a a digivolution tree. And it, like, so basically after fights or training sessions or other good things that happen, uh, you will get the option to either praise, scold, or ignore. Uh, you get that option with pretty much anything. They go to the bathroom, they, you train them, you fucking fight with them, you, they fucking just eat, you just feed them like you're supposed to, and you'll get that option. If you choose the right option for that context, i.e., if they fucked up going to the bathroom, which can totally happen, and it's super fucking frustrating... Um, and I'll get to why that's so goddamn frustrating... Uh, like, you scold them. If they do something right, like they didn't get knocked out on a fight, you praise them. And by doing the right thing in those contexts, you unlock one of the fucking 10-plus uh, evolution requirements. You do not have to meet every requirement... Um, you just have to meet a certain number of them and it's completely different for pretty much every species from what I've noticed which is god that's all this game is nothing but frustration um, the maximum in the maximum real world time that your Digimon's life cycle is going to have is, is 6 hours 6 hours of you playing the game that Digimon is going to be born you're going to raise it and it's going to fucking die and when a Digimon dies it's reincarnated and you have to do the same fucking thing over again. You have to train them over again. You have to teach them all of these skills over again. It is a constant fucking cycle. You are doing that more than you're doing anything else. There's a story. There's a real story. But you're not going to do it a whole lot. It, I swear to God, the story is maybe five hours of the game. If that. The rest is literally just you training. Um, you do not know... If you meet the requirements for mega, for the mega level or not, unless you um, have seen them using the scold and praise thing, if you don't meet requirements to go to the mega stage, they will—they just die. They straight up just die, and you just have to start over. And it's so fucking tedious and frustrating. But god damn it, I'm so fucking addicted, and I don't know why. I don't know why I like this. I feel like I shouldn't, but I—I I I do. I'm in i've been in for 140 fucking hours um i haven't played the game since saturday mostly because i got to the very end of the story not shitting i'm on the final boss of the fucking game and both of my mega level digimon die and i have to completely start that grind process over again and i just don't want to fucking do that so i don't know that i'm gonna finish this game anytime soon um, if you're a huge Digimon fan or, or you just really, really love that that original Digimon World game, you're going to fucking love this one. Because it's literally just... It, this game is meant to be a reboot of the original Digimon World. Um, it, it, the main character from the original Digimon World is even a main character in this game. Um, but this time it's just two partners instead of one. So it's just double the tedious frustration than what the original one had. Um, if you're not a fan of Digimon in any capacity, this is just straight the fuck up, not going to be for you. And even if you are a fan of Digimon, I can see why you wouldn't fucking like this game. I don't know why I fucking like this game, but I'm here. <laughs> cool. All right.
3: Well,
0: um, yeah, I probably won't pick it up. I don't think you should do anything with it. not <laughs> sure. Um well, uh speaking of I guess picking things up, um I am Hmm I am oh, no. just absolutely fucking enamored with Final Fantasy sixteen. I played the demo twice, like played all the way through it twice. Um I... This is going to be my game of the year. I can already feel it. Everything about this demo, and presumably game, because I think it's like the first, like, roughly two hours of the game, uh, just fucking works. Like, the tone... Dylan, when I tell you that it, it's like... I, I hate this comparison because everything... Like, when something gets super popular and people start comparing it to this thing... Like... It, Dark Souls. That is a great fucking example. Everything now is the Dark Souls of something, right? Like mm-hmm. you hear that fucking phrase all the time and it drives me nuts. Final Fantasy 16 is very indebted to Game of Thrones. Like, I don't think that there's any other way to get around it. I mean, obviously, you can go back to older Final Fantasies, and there's a lot of, like, political intrigue and stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, thinking about 4, 6, 12 specifically. Like, a lot of those have these, like, really deep themes that go into politics and and things of that nature. But, like, this feels darker. This feels closer to what, like, a Game of Thrones thing might be and knowing how much you like that stuff you are going to fucking dig the hell out of the story I think personally um my, 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 my big takeaway with, with that though or like my one like I guess knock against the demo is it is very story heavy so there are a lot of cutscenes, and there is there are good extended chunks of gameplay but it's broken up by like a bunch of cutscenes kind of thrown back to back mm-hmm. um and i understand like wh- in the context of the game itself this is the opening hours it kind of needs to get you to a point where you know the characters you know what's happening things of that nature but it doesn't make it any less i guess i don't want to say frustrating uh i don't know what the word is for it but it 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 it's very story-heavy, I'll say that much. Mm-hmm. Um, from a gameplay perspective, it didn't... The the demo didn't show any of the big hub worlds that... Or, well, not hub worlds, but, like, the big hub areas that they talked about. Like, the kind of more open stuff. They didn't showcase any of that. It was more of, like, the linear design. And even... The thing about that is like even with the sort of like linear design there were definitely multiple pathways that you could take to get to desired areas which was nice. I really enjoyed that because Final Fantasy 13 and towards the end of 15 they felt very linear and very like go down this path, do this one thing, that's it um type things. There wasn't much deviation. Um this is still kind of like linear, like you have to go to a certain point or whatever. But, but there are are ways to get around to that point in 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 various ways. Mm-hmm. Um, the combat is fucking incredible. Uh, I talked to Justin about this. This feels like a very nice evolution of what Fifteen was trying to do, very unsuccessfully. This is an actual like action game with regards to the combat like it it is a true action rpg the combat is so fluid and so swift and it never dips into the territory where i think 15 stumbles where 15 very much feels like a game where like you're not doing anything but it looks like you're doing all kinds of really cool shit. Like you can hold down the attack button in Final Fantasy 15 and you're doing all kinds of crazy shit on screen and in reality you're holding down circle on the controller. And that's really frustrating from a sort of like getting your character or like not your character but your player to engage like you, you can't do that like sure it looks cool but like i me as the player i want to play the game i don't want to hold down a fucking circle button you know what i mean yeah. this has a variety of different things that you can do within it and there's a there's a part of like so you've got the first roughly 2 hours That you go through under the quote unquote new game. But then there's also this um, secondary thing called, uh, I think it's called like Icon Challenge, where it throws you into a part that's a little bit later in the story from what you had previously played and gives you like new weapons and these different abilities that you can use. Like there are three different ones. Um, I think they said that it was made specifically for the demo, so when you get to that portion of the game, you won't have those same abilities and everything. But it lets you kind of try things out. And the way that, like, you can chain things together just feels awesome. And, like, I know that there are going to be people who think that, like, oh, I don't know if I can play this. I'm not very good at action games and stuff like that. I played it with the story mode specifically because I was like, I want to experience the story. I know that I can play this if I really want to without these sort of, like, add-ons or whatever that'll make the game easier to play. But, like, I just want to get through the story and see... The thing with Final Fantasy is, like, the story is always the stuff that has grabbed me. And, like there are other things that like will make a game better or worse for me in the in the full rankings of of a Final Fantasy game but at the end of the day the story is what grabs me so I wanted to experience that and like I think this game is going to test so many people's skills when they're not playing on story mode it's unreal I think it's going to be a sort of like De- Devil May Cry. I, I think it's going to be very similar to Devil May Cry where you're chaining together like hits and combos and stuff like that while trying to also manage whether or not you need to dodge this attack or you know or or parry here you- that sort of thing. As it stands the way that I played it I think it's still very satisfying. Uh, there are big big areas where like you get um... excuse me you get, like, these big windows of, of having the ability to um, dodge or do these special attacks. And it doesn't necessarily feel like you didn't earn it. Because you're still doing all of the other stuff that is entailed with the combat. Um, I don't know, man. I, uh, like, I don't want really to keep just droning on and on. Uh, I think this game is going to be so fucking good i think it's going to be uh, i don't i don't even i know it's going to be my game of the year i'm i'm mm-hmm. already fucking pot committed to that i think um i'm all about it i think it looks fucking awesome um i think it plays fucking awesome i'm
2: very very excited so um Fuck you. i'm excited for you I'm excited for me because it's just like Diablo. I'm going into it blind. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I did not play the Diablo beta, and I'm not going to play this demo. Um, I have one more week to go, I think. week and a half, right? Um, I Fuck, is it
1: next week? Yeah, it's next Friday.
2: Yeah, it's next Friday. Next Friday, week and a half. Okay. Or actually, so, next, uh, next Thursday. Next Thursday?
0: Yeah, it drops on the 22nd for some reason.
2: So... I don't have long long left, and I have a week of delving into Diablo and burning myself out on that shit. And then I plan on going into this completely fresh, and I'm excited because it'll be a fucking day one pickup for me. And I've never done that with a Final Fantasy before. Um, I think it's going to be very hard to beat one of these three games that have come out in June for Game of the Year but at the at the same time I know what's still yet to come I know Spider-Man's around the corner um, Starfield, while it might not be for me, could be for someone else that could be a Game of the Year contender I think um, it will be for me <clears throat> that what? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm telling it. you, I really think
0: that, that that trailer fucking sold the shit out of me on the game
2: Alright, so that <laughs> said, there's a lot of games that can still take that uh, that t- that mantle. So, I don't know, man, but dude, I'm so fucking excited because when you said it had Game of Thrones, like, uh, I guess, level of intrigue, that, that got me in. And already I've seen, like, you know, nothing in the past couple of months because, like I said, I specifically, when the game hits this point, I don't look at anything for it um but like in the in before that when we were watching gameplay trailers and stuff it looks so much fun um so i can only imagine like actually getting to have your hands on it dude like i'm getting the shakes right now thinking about it i'm super excited for it man we get, how does it feel for you knowing that it is one week away uh i'm both uh
0: incredibly excited but also terrified um because i i really need to get this video done <laughs> oh shit <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I don't. I. I don't think it's coming before the game gets Damn. here. Right, if I'm being honest That's fine. with you, I mean, just capture it within the month that it comes out. So that'll still that'll still have that same lightning in a bottle effect, hopefully. Um, we'll see, though. Uh, sorry, yawning. But outside of Final Fantasy Land, Austin. Yeah, we've done it. We did do
1: it. We did do it. Game of the year, maybe potentially. I don't know. It's potential. <laughs> I, I think I said this in the group chat. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be fighting harder for Diablo Four than I am for Tears of the Kingdom. As you should. I, from the moment I started this game, I've been fucking hooked. That's wild. It's. It's.
0: So I, funny, I mean, right? I guess it's not wild because, the, the you guys both love Diablo
1: Three, right? Yes. I fucking love Diablo Three. I yes. own it on every fucking console that I own. That's par for the course. <laughs> what are... um? <laughs> I
3: just
2: looked...
1: <laughs> huh? Guys, I got
2: this game yesterday afternoon. I've put 13 hours <laughs> into
1: this <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <sighs> That's fucking crazy.
2: <laughs> I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> what level are you right now?
2: Dude, here's the thing, man.
1: Because All if right. it's over twenty four, um, that's it's insane.
2: My barbarian's level twenty one or twenty two, but here's my listen to what I just said. My barbarian. No, I heard you. I know what you said. All right, so my turn. Um, <laughs> I did not get this game on release as of as of right now. It's six fourteen at nine twenty six p.m. I got it yesterday at 6pm that's when I started playing I think Um, I went into this game as clueless as I possibly could like I said no beta for me so I didn't know what to expect I just knew that I really enjoyed playing Diablo 3 so I was going to hope that when I was able to pick this up I would love it too Um, I will tell you right now let let's. My dog's over there whining because she knows it's dinner time. Um, uh, I'll tell you right now that that opening cutscene is so mm-hmm. fucking sinister and brutal that I love it so much, man. It hooked me. It's it's a very long cutscene, but it foretells the events to come, and it's our first look and introduction to to Lilith, and it truly feels like you are a part of a ritual mm-hmm. like it truly feels like you are a part of a satanic sacrifice and it's it's terrifying and i love every fucking bit of that dude like as soon as that was happening i was like i would sell my soul right now to fucking battle before <laughs> her like i was ready um, he said i'm in i'm willing dude i'm so willing i fucking love her design so i bad. love Yeah, she's got a fucking
0: rad-ass design, dude. She is
2: so sick, dude. And I love that her thing isn't ferocity. It's almost kindness. But it's very very nebulous, dude. I love it. Um, And then after the cutscene, you're thrown into the game. And I will tell you, dude, character customization in this shit, while it might not be super expansive, it's enough to make me really feel like I could, you know... I could design a character that I wanted to play as, and that's, that's fucking awesome. That's all I asked for.
1: Yeah, much more in-depth than Diablo 3.
2: Yeah, so you can you know select which body type you want to play as, and you can select through multiple types of hairstyles, uh, some eyeshadows, facial hair, uh, piercings, eye color, body marking t- uh, colors, stuff like that. So tattoos and stuff like that. Um, so super cool. I wish you could select, like, shape of body, because, like, Sabrina brought up a good point. I'm trying to sell Sabrina on this, so I have someone 24-7 to play with. Um, it's not working. She, I was showing her the druids, because the fastest way to get her to play anything is tell her you can be an animal. Um, and <laughs> showed her the werebear and stuff like that. I'm trying to tell her she's a furry. She doesn't believe it, but I'll gaslight her <laughs> day. <laughs> 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 oh, my God! Um i have showing her that, and like you see the druids, and Sabrina is not fucking six foot four, two hundred pound woman.
1: Yeah,
2: she's not, and she likes to like put her put herself into these characters so she could feel like a little bit of immersion. You can't select your body type, and that's really unfortunate when you're playing a druid because you're going to be a fat man or a fat woman, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> like there is no in between. Like it's really sad that you can't customize your identity more to fit your needs. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know given the choices that you do have it's it's all right mm-hmm. so once you actually get into the game gameplay is very smooth um you start out with the obviously the basic control you start to level up more abilities become um you know they're at your disposal they are at your disposal and you can customize like passives and all that stuff diablo yada yada really fun um the world is beautiful Like, right off the bat, you're in this snowy hellscape, and it is fucking awesome, man. You, like, you can get lost in it. It's immersive because of the... There's almost, like, a tranquility within the chaos. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just super fun to explore the world, dude, and the more you do so, the more you start to understand that this game is dark. And when I say dark, I mean... This shit has made me feel uncomfortable. (laughs) Like when you start to watch the little cultish cutscenes play out like I was making a joke a second ago with how like I would bow down to Lilith and give it my all to, to her but it's like you almost don't have a choice because of the power that she can just exude and like her she's almost like a fucking succubus man like she just sucks you in and once you're hers you're hers and like the killing scenes that I've seen come from her, the, her devoted are fucking they're so badass dude it's so sick because it shouldn't be a badass but it's like I, I'm trying to say this in a way that if you are a religious person it's not going to sound scary as shit but I'm sorry because there's not really any way to do it but the game feels so satanic and I love everything about that <laughs> dude like it just it. Does. it Feels like the devil's talking to you somehow, dude. And they just do such a good job with it. They do. Um, And the side missions, even you start to explore some brutality because that's what I was doing a lot of on my my barbarian. Is that um, I was doing a lot of side quests, and that's a part of how I leveled up so quickly. But one of the side quests, man, I was talking to a father, and he was standing on a bridge. And he was essentially saying, like, go away, go away, leave me alone. He's talking to his dead son, or the ghost of his son. Oh. And it turns out that when his son was a kid, he killed another child his age, and he had to be sent off to an asylum. And the asylum was abandoned, and everyone in there obviously fucking died after a time. And, and I was like, oh, shit, so essentially I have to go into this place and put his soul to rest But once you step foot into the asylum, it's like it's straight out of a horror story, dude. There's Iron Maidens, there's guillotines, there's fucking disgusting, terrible traps and iron cells and blood strewn across the floor, and this dude's son, his child, was in there. It's
1: fucking... That sounds awesome. I have not done that side quest, but that sounds fucking rad.
2: It's crazy, man. It's such a brutal game, and I love every bit of it i have done three classes so far just to dabble so barbarian is my level 21 that's the one that i've played the most with um i tried a druid for a little bit just to see how that felt super fun and now i made a mistake because i started playing and i this is what i was in Diablo III. i started playing a rogue today mm-hmm. and unfortunately i'm now going to stop playing my barbarian and then focus strictly oh on God. a rogue I can't help it, dude. The fucking range combat's so much fun, and I melt for bosses. So, um, yeah, man. Like, I don't know what else to say other than this game has scratched it just an itch that I've had that has been insatiable for a long time. Like, I stayed up to 2 a.m. last night playing this game. I'm on vacation, and unfortunately, I have to get up early to go do some shit in Atlanta but I can tell you that when I get back I'll be doing nothing but this <laughs> I am very excited to have this game in my life I'm a I'm a I'm a guy that likes to play games where I can just loot and get better and all that kind of shit I'm excited for the battle pass to release whenever that fucking happens mm-hmm. like give me Give me content and I will play it. I'm fucking happy to have my hands on Diablo 4. And this is coming from the dumbass that predicted that it would do poorly on its You release. did do that. You did say I that. I did do that. And here okay, I am yes. to say that I was wrong. Um, <laughs> game's very good. I recommend it to all.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, fuck, dude. I don't think I can say anything that you really didn't say, but kind of touching back on Lilith, dude, she is just... Her design is fucking incredible, and every single time she comes on screen, I'm fucking mesmerized. And it's, like... So, in almost every legend that Lilith herself is associated with, she is kind of the incantation uh, of lust. Or kind of, like, the personification of the feeling of lust. Or the cardinal sin. And, like... And it's kind of like what you said, she doesn't use ferocity, she uses kindness, but it's it's like, the very early in the game, there is a cutscene of her interacting with uh, an older gentleman, and she kind of comes through this fucking demonic gateway to try to find, uh, uh, I think it was like a key she was looking for it or something, I, I don't remember super specifically what it was, um, but she, and and she's kind of whispering in this like, kind of sweet like sultry kind of fucking voice but then it it's like it it, she has this very compassionate tone behind her but it's she's essentially telling this man you can either do what i want you to do or i can force you to do it and then you die so that those are those are your only fucking options and she like it sounds so compassionate but at the same time it's so threatening and menacing and Every single, like, again, every single time she comes on screen, I, my eyes are fucking fixated. Um, her design is just, it's so fucking good. And I, on, like, I don't think the fucking cover art even does her justice. Seeing her, like, full model in-game is incredible. Um, I was a huge, huge fan of Diablo 3, like I said earlier. I own it on every fucking console. Um, it's one of those games that I had never played Diablo 1 or 2, and I had a bunch of buddies that really, really loved Diablo 3, and then when Diablo 3 was ported to the Switch, uh, they were like, oh, you should try Diablo 3, like, we're gonna get it on the Switch. And I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll try it. And I, I didn't expect to like it, and I immediately loved it. And I am very upset that I put off playing Diablo 4, um... I pre-ordered Diablo 4 back in March because, like a fucking idiot, I thought it actually released in March and didn't realize that it doesn't release in March. That was just the fucking beta. Um, I'm not sure how I misunderstood that, but I definitely did and went ahead and pre-ordered it anyway. Um, And it's just kind of been chilling there. I waited till Saturday to start it because I was so fixated on Digimon World Next Order, and I, I regret every second of that. I regret the entire last week that I spent on Digimon World Next Order and that I didn't just spend it playing Diablo 4 um and uh, it's just I I don't know man I can't really say anything else uh, than what Dylan just said cause I'm I, I'm still also very early into the story but I, I'm, I'm gonna be fighting for this game really fucking hard yeah it's
2: a, it's a great release man um like Street Fighter, I know I didn't talk anything about it this show, but I was playing it up until I started Diablo, and I'm still very much much infatuated with that. I love World Tour, I love how long it is, and I love a lot of the arcade modes that I started to venture off into and get to see a little bit of everyone's backstory. Mm-hmm. So that's been a lot of fun too. So Street Fighter's still up there. Like I might not have talked about it, but it's still very high on my list this year. Yep,
1: I'm waiting 100%. for a pre-owned copy to pop up.
2: And then I'm gonna to try to pick it up.
0: Cool. Uh, all right. Well. Um. I think that's it, fellows. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get our picks of the week, and uh, we'll get out of here. All right. My pick of the week is. Uh, let me find it real quick because I didn't put it in the doc because I'm an idiot uh it's a video called uh batman needs villains from uh the channel film joy it is a movies with mikey episode uh i don't think i've ever uh talked about movies with mikey on here um but uh i really like his uh his style of kind of like reviewing movies and kind of breaking them down and stuff Um, And in this one, he kind of talks about the um, the villains of Batman and how they sort of um, kind of actually make Batman way more interesting. And he breaks down how the Batman in 2022 uh, goes kind of hand in hand with the Riddler, Catwoman and, and Penguin to kind of. Uh, showcase codependency. Um, and it's I don't know. It's a really good video. I like. I said I really like movies with Mikey. Um, so uh, go check it out. It's a good,
1: good uh video. Hell yeah. Um, Josh is probably gonna yell at me because he already yelled at me for this tonight. Um, my pick of the week is "Even Though You're Leaving" by Luke Combs. It's a country <coughs> song. It's uh, some people probably will hate it, but I think it's really fucking good. Um, th- this song specifically just has a lot of a lot of deep sentimental value to me, and I really really like it.
2: Cool. Bill? Uh, my pick of the week is show on Peacock. It's to bounce off what I was talking about last week um, <clears throat> with me doing a lot of my heavy lifting and stuff in the gym. Obviously, it's to eventually hopefully be able to do a singular Strongman competition. Like, that's something I genuinely want to just try my hand at once I hit that level and can, you know, perform with those guys. But something that I do in the meantime is I watch Strongman Champions League on Peacock. It essentially shows some of the best in the world going at it in the kind of competition that I would like to endeavor in. And I feel like people don't really have a good grasp on what these guys actually do or are capable of. So i recommend going to watch it it's a lot of fun even if you just watch one episode like you got you get to truly see the strength of some of these people like from doing bus pulls to walking with hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of pounds for super long distances at high speeds it's it's a lot of fun man so check it out
0: oh yeah fuck you Awesome. All right. Well, uh, as always, you can find us on social media for all things CultureBop, Honey pigs, and the Culture CultureBop family of content. Uh, you can find uh, me on Twitter at TheBeBopMan182, on Instagram at BeBopMan182, and on Twitch at uh, CultureBop, where um, I'm going to talk to these guys. We're going to get a, a schedule going. Um, or at least I'm going to be having a schedule and they might be making guest appearances every now and then, so uh, check that stuff out oh, I skipped over Culture Bop stuff, holy shit I, I don't know how to read uh, Culture Bop is available on Instagram at culture underscore pop and on YouTube at youtube.com slash c slash culture uh, video coming soon uh, hopefully hopefully before do Final be. Fantasy 16 comes out we'll, we'll fucking see <laughs> uh dylan on twitter own dizzy tv and then on instagram twitch and youtube all at own dizzy and then we got the big papa austin he's on everything twitter instagram twitch tiktok all at big papa plays so go check that out last but not least uh if you like what we do here and you want to hear more from us and you want to you know support us in in certain ways Uh, then go to patreon.com slash culturebuff and consider tossing us pledge. We got uh, some cool perks, and um, I was writing up the post before we started recording. I am going to be having... Now, this will only be for me. I'm not going to make the other guys do it, but um, I am going to have a patron tournament. Um, They will get to decide a game for me to play. Um, And uh, I'll... I don't know if I'll play it on stream or, or what, but uh yeah so look forward to that patrons um you motherfuckers better not fuck me oh they're going to
2: yeah well two of them are us so that will happen Uh, oh well thank you thank you um
0: yeah uh but i think that's it so um yeah until next time goodbye